Camp, 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 Radio. Camp, Radio. Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. I'm Brad Anderson. I'll be your host today. Today we have with us uh, Larry Overton. Larry, thanks for being here. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Larry, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just an East Tennessee boy. I've lived in this area my whole life. Um, I'm a husband, been married uh, a little over 25 years, have uh, two daughters. One is uh, 21, the other one is uh, about to be 16. And uh, I'm a pastor. I've spent years doing youth ministry, doing camp ministry kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. last four years, I've been a pastor in Townsend, Tennessee. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about um, how to turn our hobbies into a ministry. Um, Larry, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your favorite hobbies that uh, that you've been doing? Uh, I'm an outdoors guy. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Boy Scouts and, and that kind of thing. And I love hiking, camping, rock climbing. Uh, I love shooting guns and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I don't know. You can call it all guy stuff, but uh, I know a lot of ladies that do the same thing. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, just enjoy the woods and that kind of thing. And uh, I mean, the other thing I enjoy is movies, especially if they're about outdoors rock climbing right. or guns. I, you know, so <laughs> I don't know. it all kind of circles back, I guess. Yes, yes. How, how long have you been? I, I know you said you did Boy Scouts and stuff, but how long have you been doing all of these? It seems like. Oh, I, forever. I must say, I, as long as I remember, I mean, it was it was stuff that my family did. My dad and I always were involved in the woods right. and, and and things like that. Of course, I <clears throat> I grew up in the '80s where we didn't have um, as many distractions. Uh, so you went outside and played and stuff like that. And I grew up in the country. Uh, we had cattle and stuff like that. So there were always cows to chase and right, stuff right. to do like that. So, right. Yeah. I understand. Uh, just so everybody knows, Larry actually taught my outdoor rec class when I was yeah. at Carson Newman and that's how Larry and I be kind of became friends. Yeah. How did you start incorporating your ministry, your hobbies into your ministry? Sure. So I started ministry. I got into ministry when I was about 20 years old, working as a part-time youth minister in a church. In, in all honesty, I didn't know how to do ministry. But I didn't know how to do outdoor stuff, and I didn't know how to do all sorts of stuff. So pretty much, I just did what I knew how to do. And, uh, and of course, I'd been in leadership and scouting and stuff like that. I was an Eagle Scout and, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. So leading those kind of groups felt more comfortable to me. And, of course, I grew up in church, and, and Christ was centering my life, and I wanted to serve Him. And I, really, I just love—I love the Lord, and I love people. I enjoy hiking. So let's take people hiking. Let's just, it was really just my own passion. And, and I do think some of it was, I didn't know what else to do. So I went with what I was comfortable with right. and things like that. But um, I, I meet people all the time who, uh, who say, well, I've never done that. Well, I've never shot a gun. Well, mm-hmm. I've never, you know, been rock climbing and stuff like that. And I, I've really worked hard at, at those beginners, right. really finding that, that safe place for you to do something that, I mean, a lot of these hobbies can be a little dangerous. Uh, as a matter of fact, I actually enjoy kind of turning up the perceived danger mm-hmm. uh, because that, that gives a little bit better experience right. uh, and that kind of thing. You know, all these things, there's an element of danger, but, you know, especially when you're working with, with kids, you know, teenagers, things like that, you kind of, hey, look, this is a really dangerous thing. I really need you to pay attention <laughs> yes. and things like that. <laughs> I guess that, that the reason that I incorporated it in was my ministry style is relationship, build relationships mm-hmm. with people, mm-hmm. have those relationships, and you just don't build relationships with people sitting in worship. You don't build relationships with people standing up there 
teaching Bible study. Right. Now, those are good things, and those are important things to right. our spiritual growth. But, Brad, if I want to get to know you, right. we need to go eat lunch together. We need to, uh, you know, be in a, a, a small group Bible study together, or we need to go hiking together, or we need to go on a road trip, um, I, and those kind of things. That's where you really get to to kind of break down the barriers. I, the other thing for me is getting people outside of their comfort environment. They have a tendency to let down their guard, mm-hmm. and you kind of get to know them. I, the other thing for me is I spend a lot of time as a pastor just trying to be a normal guy. I'm just, you know, the guy. Yeah. Hey, one of the things that because I always talk about the the relationship matrix, and I'm kind of rambling here, but <laughs> I always talked about when I would go into a new church and, you know, you, you start out and, and you start to get to know your students and get to know your parents. And the first phone calls and messages you get is, you know, hey, what time am I supposed to be at this retreat? Hey, what time are we leaving for this event? Hey, what time are we supposed to be there? And then the, the next level of relationship is when you start getting those, hey, man, my my grandmother's in the hospital. Could you be praying for her? Hey, I got a friend that this, and mm-hmm. they start they start opening up to those kind of spiritual needs. In my opinion, the third level of that relationship and the deeper level is when they call you up and go, dude, have you seen the preview for that new Batman movie? <laughs> hey man, could we, can we go shooting to get again? Hey, can we go? And it's that, it's when they want to just share life with you. They don't see you as only that spiritual mentor. They see you just as a friend. I, one, of, one of the things that I enjoy most is when my church members or ministry, people I'm ministering with, call me up and they're like, hey man, I'm, I'm going on a hike on this place. We, you have any ideas about this? What, mm-hmm. Where's some places I could go? Hey man, I'm, I'm looking at buying a gun. What, what can I do with this? Hey, could you teach this person to do this? Hey, I'm looking for some hiking boots. I'm looking for... And I realized that they see me as more than just their pastor. They see me as somebody that they can talk to and relate to. So my thought is, when something goes crazy in their life, I'm somebody relatable. I'm somebody they can come and talk to and say, hey, I really need help with this. What advice would you give to someone who is listening to the podcast that would like to start using their hobbies Hmm. as a ministry? Because I know there's guys out there who uh, may shoot guns and think, oh, you know, I'd love to, you know, start something like that. How how would you recommend they go about that? Well, you bring up shooting. Uh, Shooting is is dangerous. So there's, uh, you know, I would I would want to make sure that you had some training, uh, go get some safety training, get some things. Matter of fact, I, I was I was asked to to do a, a men's shooting event for a, a church just a, a few months ago. Uh, one of the things, one of the first things I did was I said, you know, how many folks, folks are you bringing? Mm-hmm. And I immediately called up one of my buddies and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to need some help because, you know, <laughs> I need somebody that can watch the direction I'm not watching to make sure that everybody's staying safe and things like that. So I think one of the first things is, what is that hobby? And is there some some training and things that mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I'm proficient so that I can do it? You know, just because I like rock climbing doesn't mean that I'm ready to take a group. So you may need to get some of your buddies involved with it so that you have a backup and things like that and kind of put that plan together. The The next is is really just have a passion to do it. Find some folks that want to learn and want to be a part of it. One of the, the, the coolest things that years ago, I mean, I was in, I was in my early 20s. I went to an outdoor leadership lab. I went to a rock climbing class. It was how to take groups rock climbing lead and, and things like that. It was a really great class. And there was a younger guy there. He was about, he was about 18. And, and uh, he and I kind of teamed up. And he was, he's a little crazy and wanted to do some stuff. And we were out climbing and things. But every night we'd come back in and our instructor would, would have a debrief time where we sat down and talked about what we did that day, how we felt about it. Because, you know, you can get scared. You can get a little mm-hmm. overconfident. You can kind of think, what did you learn? And we're doing these debriefs. And about the, the third or fourth night, this young man looks at the group and, and all of a sudden, just part of the debrief, 
we're talking about our day, he says, hey, my uncle passed away about a month ago. And he said, my uncle was, was like a best friend to me. He was a guy I really looked up to. Uh, and I'm really struggling with losing my uncle. How do, I, how do I deal with that? And I was sitting there thinking, what's that got to do with rock climbing? What's that got to do with what we did today? What's that? Well, it's got to do with the fact that this is a group of people he's been trusting his life to all week. Mm-hmm. And it's a pe- group of people that's been trusting him. And that trust built that relationship to say, I want to share something deeper. So I, I think that that understanding that if you want to start one of these kind of ministries, these kind of things, is understand that that your goal is to share Christ. Your goal is to open up a place. One of the reasons that I really like, by no means are my hobbies limited to guys, but they are kind of considered guy things. If you have a shooting and, you know, if you, if you go shooting and have a cookout, guys will show up, okay? <laughs> and sometimes men have trouble opening up, but you have that environment. You create that environment. That'll, that'll do that and that kind of thing. And, and I think that's kind of the goal. So just, you know, make sure you got your, your training and your, your stuff together. Make sure you've got help with it and, and those kind of things lined up. And then don't forget what your goal is. Your goal is, just like everything in life, is that Christ is center. Mm-hmm. And while, yeah, we want to have fun, but we're building something here. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about some of the activities that you've done that have been um, successful because um, I know you've participated in a, sure. a lot of different things and you've put on events and, you know, like you've taken our college group rock climbing sure. and we did uh, a camping trip and stuff. Because I know not things don't always go well, no. but, I, but I know that those are usually the more memorable trips. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's that. That's the part that everybody always remembers is the stuff that doesn't go well. Yes. But uh, just just talk about some things that uh, maybe that, uh, you know, that you've done that you would highly recommend and, uh, you know, some events or, or just anything. Sure, sure. Well, it's like I said earlier, we don't we don't get to know people deeper. Uh, sitting around at church. You get to know them doing some recreation things together. And if you can find something that people are interested in, either because it's their hobby or because it's something they're just interested in. I've got a, a lady in my church that I teach with a lot of stories and examples and stuff. And I'll say something about, you know, hey, I was rock climbing one time and this guy said this and this, and it, you know, these these kind of illustrations. And she comes up to me after church and just says, hey, I want to, hey, I've never been rock climbing. I want to go sometime. Well, we live up here in the Smokies. I know some places. We, I'll get a group together and stuff. So sometimes it just bursts out of of people wanting to do. But uh, you know, you do rafting trips. You can mm-hmm. go and and sign up and let the guide do all that. All you right. have to do is is organize it, put it together, and 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 pay somebody else to <laughs> to take care of you while you're out there. So there's there's some simple things like that, um, and, and just find things that people are interested in. I will have to say, don't take it personal when nobody signs up for something that you really like, but they just can't, you know, I mean, it just, sometimes it's just not what people are into and you're like, okay. And you have to work around it. But, um, I've gotten to do some just awesome stuff. Uh, like I say, taking groups, rock climbing and things like that. Um, and, and if you don't know how to do that, contact somebody that does and (laughs) holler at me. I'll help you put put a trip together. You know, uh, there's this really great place up in Newport called Carson Springs. Man, they've got a climb wall and come and do that stuff. But um, uh, doing men's events, doing student events and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, I did a I did a, a guys event for our youth ministry one time at a church I was at, and we took them shooting and then mm-hmm. had a cookout afterwards. And the the ladies just the girls in the group flipped out and they're like, "We need to have a girls' day." And I'm like, "All right, what do you want it to look like?" And they said, "Well, we want to go shooting and have a cookout." <laughs> okay, so we we'll do it again, you know, and things like that. Some of those kind of events, rock climbing, uh, hiking clubs, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. Right now I'm up in the Smokies, so that's a that's a big piece of, of things that we can do and things like that. And 
it's pretty easy to, to go online and find some resources for things like that and stuff. But one of my favorites is, is just uh, literally, I mean, I mentioned movies, but getting a group of folks, you know, if they ever open movie theaters back up, but getting a group of guys (laughs) and going and watching a movie together and things. I mean, I know as a, as a student minister, taking a small group of, you know, three or four guys to go watch a movie together that, you know, it's not an official event. Uh, even in my own life, you know, I get involved in ministry and I'm, I'm with these teenagers all the time. And all of a sudden the guys in the church go watch a movie and I'm like, oh, I get to hang out with people my own age and, you know, other <laughs> men and, and stuff. And it just, so, you know, you can do some kind of simple things like that. Right. I, just having folks over to your house right. to do a, um, uh, a movie night or, or yeah. things like that. You know, Brad, when you were, you and I were hanging out and you were helping out in our college ministry and, mm-hmm. and things like that. We, we just did dinner for college kids on on Thursday nights. And, uh, you know, we did Mexican one night. We did fondue one night. We just, you know, and just things like that. It just brings people together. Yeah. And it helps that, you know, your wife is an amazing cook. She does so awesome. That, yes. that, that makes it a lot Absolutely. easier when you, Absolutely. you, when you married over your head and she, Absolutely. she just knows how to do all that and pull all that together. So that's that, that definitely that's helps. That definitely well, helps. and I would say that's the other thing is, is get you some help. Relationships and people is something I'm good at. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if organization is something you're not good at, then right. find that person to team with to right. to make that work and things like that. And and I will have to say, if you share some responsibilities when you put this thing right. in, it empowers somebody else. If I look at you and say, hey, Brad, I need you to be the guy that mm-hmm. that can can you drive the van this right. time? I really need a van driver so that that you don't have to do everything. So you've got somebody else, and you ask somebody else to to help keep up with this and things like that. And then that way, they all are empowered. They all get to be a part of it and buy into it. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's that's something that Larry definitely does well is empowering people, giving people things to do, and it <clears throat> helps you as someone who's been a part of one of his events and him saying that to you, you know, you, you sit there and you think, well, this is not just Larry's event. This is my event too. And I take ownership in it. And it's something that, uh, you know, that I care about. And so it's awesome because then eventually, you know, I, I, maybe one day that I try to start up and do ministry with, you know, rock climbing or whatever. And, uh, you know, and I've learned from Larry and now Larry's a resource. So, that's uh, that's a that's a great point, Larry. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, it's uh, you know our hobbies are great, and it's even better that we can turn them into a ministry. So I appreciate Absolutely. you uh, sharing with that. Uh, to our audience, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a comment or follow us. Uh, that'll encourage others to listen to this great resource. Uh, we would love to hear from you if you have any questions for for Larry or or us here at uh, Carson Springs, please, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist. Until next time, I hope you will look for an opportunity to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.